2: Welcome back there, Monty. Carrie
1: Ann, you were in Florida not long ago. I Enjoyed. was.
2: M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E.
1: <laughs> I must say, I'd rather... I don't know about you, Jason. I don't know about you, Tom, our guest here from KW. I don't know if you got about how you guys feel about it, but I'd rather sit in the dentist chair for four days. I think.
2: Well, you yeah, have, you know, <laughs> when you have an eight-year-old, you do what 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 they want to do. Yeah. So,
1: thank you, and and again, welcome back, Jason Hoover. We appreciate you, man.
2: Yes, Absolutely. and welcome, We're broker Mr. of Realty Tom. Long
1: Group, Music City, here in Franklin, Tennessee. And we have a guest with us, Tom Weiser of uh, Keller Williams yes. in Green Hills, isn't it? That's correct. Thanks yes. for having welcome. To, uh, thank you for thank you for coming in today. We've got some exciting talki- top topics today to talk about. We're going to see what exciting
2: does, is that the yeah <laughs> it's exciting it's
1: exciting <laughs> because what does a professional do when it comes to social media and you have your own personal convictions about things? Where do you how do you deal with that? You know, how do you deal with that, Karian? You post pictures
0: of your new puppy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's my man.
2: Exactly. What (laughs) I ate for lunch.
1: (laughs) We're going to talk about that in a minute and a whole lot more, so stay tuned. But we're going to first talk about our amazing sponsor.
2: sponsor. Yes, Music City Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in rooting you junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed they have you covered
1: the music city removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home they understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer focused junk removal service that puts you first for a free on-site estimate just go to musiccity removal.com that's musiccityremoval.com
2: yes music city removal because clutter cute
1: Unlike you, Miss Carrie oh, Ann you So, much. <laughs> so good thank to see you. you. <clears throat> well, we're <clears throat> excited
2: to have Mr. Tom with us today. Yes, we
1: are. I, 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 I've been watching Tom's social media for <laughs> several months now, and uh, maybe stalking him just a little bit. You no, know, but we have some similar ideas and, and uh, convictions about some things. And I, you know, and, and we we're just talking about an experience that Jason and I just went through with one of our agents. You know, it's a hot t- The topic that we're talking about today is what do you do with the information that. NAR has put out out as saying, okay, there's some areas you can't go in with social media. If you do, that's a no, no. And you can lose your license. Or certainly uh, in our case, we had somebody we had to invite to go to another company recently because he just wouldn't back off. And I think we all know what those topics are. And that is any sort of hate speech, anything can be racist and so forth. But there also comes a point where you know, you're, you might be picking a battle that, you, are you really going to win? Is there really winning involved, you know, or is it about education? That's another topic. I think that's where Tom and I are coming from is, is a point of education because, you know, sometimes I think we find ourselves in places where maybe we wouldn't be if there was maybe a little more openness in that communication, but at the same time, we live in this fishbowl nowadays, you know, where, you know, can you have an opinion, um, It may not go with the rest of the grain of of, uh, flour or, or what, so... Yeah, it's
2: interesting to, to think about because, you know, we're in sales, right? So you want to feel like you want to help everybody. And if you have a true conviction. Um, you keep pointing at me when I'm you say conviction. I'm just <laughs> you know, one has a strong backbone, you know. Um, do, you, do you share that with everybody? Do you feel like you should only work with folks that believe in the same things that you believe in? Should you um, be okay sharing your true opinion, being concerned that possibly you won't have any business tomorrow? You know, what do you do with someone that is in true sales? You know, 100%. I yeah, I you think it's a really, a, a
1: really important topic in our industry, you know, of, of professionals that, you know, I, I think I, one of the things I've always said in the past, one of the reasons I've been successful in real estate to whatever level I have is because I've been able to shift to whoever I'm dealing with, you know, kind of a chameleon kind of thing, mm-hmm. kind of a, I mean, I look at it now with a little more insight, you know, years later and understand the different personality types and how it's important to flow with those personality types. And sometimes you're only given seconds to determine what that personality type is and how that personality type may be wanna be communicated and unlike what how you want to be communicated with, you have to be sensitive to those kind of things. And then along comes social media and throws out this polar opposites and some thoughts and so forth. And Jason, how do you how do you deal with that? Do you just smile and just not have an opinion or do you to just show puppy pictures <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and, and everybody needs to see he this does
2: guy's have the cutest puppy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is, she's awesome. Um, well, I mean, if you, it, you're going to be very bored if you looked at my social media, mm-hmm. because I just, to me, that's not a platform that I, I express my opinions. And because I know there is, there's no winning in Facebook. There's right. not. Right. Uh, you can get in all these heated arguments and discussions. Mm. And uh, the thing is that people hide behind the computer. Mm-hmm. And, sure. you know, these these people morph into this whole other character when they're on Facebook, mm-hmm. right? And it, Or any it, social they, media platform they, they, for that matter. We, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess we're just using uh, Facebook as mm-hmm. an example here. Um, they are going to communicate greatly different than they would right here sitting across the table from me. Absolutely. So to me, it's like, what's the point? You know, I want a real conversation. I don't want a Facebook conversation. Sure. That's just me and yeah. I'm not knocking anybody that does, but you yeah. ask me how yeah. I handle no, it and I, no, I appreciate how I understand. handle it is saying, mm-hmm. Hey, my kids and I are going here, hey we just got a puppy, you want to see it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it reminds me it reminds me of this uh, what I saw on social media not too long ago where there was this fence between these two dogs they're just kind of trying to tear each other apart maybe you've seen this they're just like oh i mean they're just they're just they i mean they're they're both like like death dogs they're just going to tear the other person the other dog's head off and then somebody moves that gate back and they both like Oh, la, 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 yeah, they're, they're looking right. around, you that's know, exactly like right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, That's exactly so right. And then somebody slides that gate, they slide that gate back and then they're you know, so, so fierce and so ferocious.
0: <laughs> and now I will say I did post something that, you know, that was a little different, out of character, but you know, I have a passion too, Monty. Yes, dad jokes. I,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> well, yes. Yes. You know, I'm always going for the, uh, you know, I like to make people smile.
1: Right? Yes. Um,
0: I'm sorry. Was I, that did, not what I you're, do
1: have a soapbox. Oh, that's right? right. That's right. What's wrong with me? I'm sorry. I
0: do have a soapbox I'm about sorry. Comcast. <laughs>
1: wow. well, that's easy.
0: And anything dealing with Comcast. Yeah, that's easy. So, yes, I actually posted something that was a little edgy there last night. I was like, oh, I'm going to step out of my, uh, my comfort zone. <laughs> but uh, I'm just so against Comcast, <laughs> put it out there.
2: Well, now because of the new algorithms, I don't even see it. So, you know, I don't all know right, if you guys noticed right. that, but half the people that we used yeah. to have see for our audience doesn't get to see our stuff. Yeah. You know, anyways, you know, for me, I look at myself as the product. Right. So I was always trained that Carrie the product with a side of mortgage. So I sell myself. Right. And so I choose to sell as my brand and it to be truly what it is you know fun outgoing but it is that right and that's my choice that i'm selling a specific product i choose my personal opinions i keep to myself um and that's just my choice right mm-hmm. but there i am surprised but with you, some but you, post- won't,
1: you won't even you know, have a cross word towards your Mortal enemy. I mean, you're so peacemaking.
2: Yeah, not so much. I'm, I'm from the North. So yeah, I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I've what? seen you. I've seen I, you. Take I do, the- when I, when not on social media, you know, like you said, but I mean, I'm if I'm going to have a disagreement with somebody, I'm going to pick up the phone and tell you how I really feel. Like, right. you know, and and sometimes, you know, the Yankee does come out, you know, depending upon um, the situation <laughs> at times. But, you know, Tom, you were someone last year, you made a strong stance, you know, on your, um, you know, your COVID beliefs and mm-hmm. uh, why wanting to make sure people were more educated, um, truly about what it is, you know? And I think that's something that we should really talk about because, you know, I know you have, you know, your, your, um, convictions on that as well, whether you want to wear a mask or not wear a mask or whether you get a vaccine or you don't get a vaccine and whether this is, you know, FDA approved or not, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Those are, there's a lot that goes in the mix of that. But as salespeople, you know, taking a step out and being with your shoulder's Back, very confidently being comfortable in your own skin to say, you know what, whether somebody on the other side accepts me for me or doesn't, I'm okay winning and losing whatever comes at me, right? I mean, that's that's basically yeah, Let's put you choice. in the hot, spot, hot seat
1: here, Tom. Let's talk about you. You have put yourself out there far more aggressively than I have or anybody else I know have that has in the local real estate market. <laughs> I personally, I you know, have my hat's off to. you. If I had a hat, I'd take it off right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my well, thank on. you, thank you for yeah, that. But please, um, please be real on that topic. Let's let's have this conversation.
3: Well, I mean, first, I'd like to say that I think it's wisdom to. St- steer away from hot topics, especially if you're in sales, and that's something I've practiced for a decade sure. in my career, and I've taught other agents to do so as well, because you want to appeal to the you know the widest market as possible, mm-hmm. and you certainly don't want to alienate or offend right. any prior clients or potential clients, friends, family, fill in blank.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, COVID, however, kind of changed that for me when we locked down, which is something we haven't done in 100 years. You know, and it seems to kind of go against 100 years of public health science that says to maintain normality, that is vital to do so unless we have unintended or unforeseen consequences in addition to the pandemic we experience. And so that really kind of sent me down, uh, or motivated me, I should say, to do a lot of research. And that's something...
1: Can we pause and research? Yeah. Um, let's pause on research for a minute. And, and can you t- share with us now, why does your, y- you're not talking like a typical realtor. Okay. You seem like you have some other background here other than real estate. Cause I only have real estate background <laughs> and that in a factory. Okay. So I can't speak on authority on anything like that, but you have some other kind of um, other experience, right? Can you share with us? what you were into before you got to this point so that would give you a little more of an opinion maybe?
3: Yeah well I graduated from Luscombe University with a double major in accounting and management and I was a healthcare accountant and financial analyst for about eight years. I served as a controller of sorts of multiple doctor's offices and I uh, budgeted entire hospitals.
1: Okay so you have some experience there in that arena at least from a at least from a distance that you can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
2: Or more of an interest in more of the healthcare, healthcare. you know,
1: healthcare interest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead and pick up back where you were.
2: We mm-hmm. left you at research. You re-
1: research. left you at research. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you, but I just want to make sure people know that you've earned the right, to have an opinion on something.
3: Well, I appreciate that. The, uh, and I would say, you know, at first, yeah, everybody didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. you know it was very confusing yeah. uncertain <clears throat> times if you will needing to embrace a new normal which is which was very odd to me considering my understanding of public health science of needing to maintain normality as most leaderships would do as we know as brokers um contracts and transactions can get heated mm-hmm. they can get quite emotional and it, as a broker i would say it's one of our jobs to deescalate and be objective Mm -hmm. to a common phrase that we probably all familiar with is what does the contract say? Mm -hmm. And so in
0: the same way, you got to take the emotion out of it. You got to strip that out and just go, you know, look at the facts. Mm
2: -hmm. That's
3: exactly right.
2: It's just hard to do. Especially when
3: you're panicked. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot of times, especially in large transactions that, you know, it's the largest transaction most people make. and, And then you get, uh, you start identifying with your client's plight Mm -hmm. and then your emotions, rise and you can get lost in that. Mm
2: -hmm. And then they take offense because why don't you see it my way? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Which I did the other day.
1: They're so (laughs) bought into their their vantage viewpoint that it's hard to see. Yeah, for sure.
3: For sure. And we all need, no matter how experienced we've been, we could all use that, you know, sounding board, that second opinion. And that's where, you know, quality principal brokers come into play. Um, and so, I just kind of took our our understanding of compliance and ethics that we know all too well and started thinking about them as transferable skills and so I wanted to know well what what does the law say? what do ethics say? what does psychology say? what does history say what all these things still matter mm-hmm. and so and the more I read, the more I realized that what we're doing is very much experimental. I mean, by their own definition, according to the emergency use authorizations, PCR tests, face mask, vaccines, they all are authorized for use, but are not FDA approved. In other words, they do not currently meet our regulations of uh, safety and efficacy. So, so, what, so mm-hmm. what? what
1: made a, a salesperson who tries to be on the neutral side of everything. What did that, is it just that reality that those facts that caused you to get out of your, what normally would be a, a less, you know, less blatant, you know, uh, proposer of, of your conviction than what, where you're at now? I mean, what, what prompted you to go across that line, I guess, as a professional? Because I think some, I mean, I know there's others, others that are, that wrestle with that, I mean, I know I stopped being uh, as uh, uh, as aggressive. He said stopped.
2: Stopped. Did he stop? (laughs) Just joking.
1: (laughs) Um, You know, on that topic uh, a while back, about a year or so ago, because I said something that my kids didn't agree with and kind of disowned me ever since. And it's like, well, crap, you know, that's not worth it. You know, and I mean, I struggled with that whole thing as well. Uh, I'm fairly opinionated for an old guy. I keep trying to blame my my age um, on my f- lack of filter. It's worn out. The filter is simply worn out, you know. But, but Connie keeps saying that that's not going to work. You can't keep saying that. You just need to be nicer. So I'm trying to be nicer on the topic that I am passionate about. I really am. And it's not because I'm, you know, concerned about myself. It's, it's because I'm concerned about Well, I think others, you're convicted.
2: You, know? you have a true conviction on that, yeah, right? Yeah. So so you made the decision to educate. Is that what you did? Educate more of your audience?
3: And Well, that's where I, I started to. And, you know, you, you, as everybody did, got distracted with studies and um, fill in the blank and everybody's argument over face mask and then what should be done with this. Should you comply? Should you not? And the reasons why. And um, for me, I, I just settled on the fact that They are not FDA approved. um, And I would prefer not to wear a face mask because they are authorized for use. Though they're not FDA approved and they're only authorized for use for source control only, implying that you are infected and contagious. And I don't like to think of myself as naturally infected and contagious. Mm -hmm. I'm not. My natural state is healthy. Um, and then forcing people to behave as if they are sick when they are not has a real negative impact on one's psychology, mm-hmm. and especially children. And that's one of my motivations, uh, really, as my resolve has grown day by day, as my five year old daughter is faced with societal pressure to behave as if she is sick when she is not, mm-hmm. especially as we consider public school systems. Mm-hmm.
1: That that is a real that's a real topic, and as real estate professionals, we need to be you know. Cognizant of that real topic.
2: Mm-hmm. So, did you go out and make it a point to try to communicate to your audience daily? I have not followed you know on social media. Is, is it something that you were trying to share with many folks? And if you did, did you see um, a positive response? Did you see that that you know? How did that? What what came of that from a real estate standpoint by you standing up to your true convictions of education?
1: I mean, we. we I'm sorry for interrupting Tom, but we, are in an industry where we have to promote ourselves Mm. we have to hang it all out there we have to be real we have to be communicative and and uh, and create you know our puppy pictures and our grandkid pictures like Connie and I do and all this kind of things and if you do have a strong conviction about something I think it's probably hard to not bleed over into that is that right
3: yeah um and I would say you know at first during the panic and everybody um the mind share that uh, was just so powerful, and the power dynamic from you know government, media, big corp versus the public opinion is just insurmountable. It's overwhelming, and everybody was very strong in their opinions and convictions. And of course, everybody's acting altruistically. No, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. Right. Right. Of course not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, especially they, realtors. Especially realtors. And of course, I don't. Uh, but something doesn't sit right with me to be told that to do X or else to, to do X or you're going to harm somebody. I'm, I'm going to harm somebody being alive, being naturally healthy. And that doesn't sit right with me. It feels manipulative. It feels like coercion, um, especially coming from government. Um, so my, so to get back to your question, um, and there was some pretty heated debates. Oh, really? Yes.
2: I got to look back.
3: Yeah. And it goes all the way back to March when, you know, I just began looking into everything. And I made this one post that garnered a lot of attention. And, of course, I didn't always respond perfectly. I may have reacted emotionally at times. And I've learned throughout this year as I become more and more vocal, especially recently posting quite often, um, to... uh Apply what we know as brokers, and that's to remove the emotion. Don't mm-hmm. respond to the name calling. Don't respond to um, the gaslighting. You know, people trying to convince you that you're crazy for having a different view. Uh, don't don't respond. You know, to that. Stick to the facts. Stick to the authoritative sources and what you know. And what I do know is that the FDA specifically states. Um, for these vaccines, for example, they are investigational, not licensed for any indication. The required fact sheet states that there is no FDA-approved vaccine. they are ongoing trials until the year 2023. And so I support everyone's informed consent, everyone's choice to participate in whatever medical experiment they wish. Right. Be it PCR tests, which also have EUA, face mask, vaccine, whatever it may be, none of them are FDA approved. Though
1: it's the kids without without consent. That's what bothers me. It's giving kids, you know, doing anything, requiring the kids when, when the likelihood of them even getting the COVID, or whatever, is totally. It's so tiny. It's almost zero. So well,
3: tiny. As far as being infected is one thing, but if you go to the CDC scenario for planning, it will tell you the infection fatality rate for children is point zero 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 three.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. It's really, really tiny.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a hot topic when you have loved ones. You know, there's a real estate agent now. Her, her husband currently is still in the hospital, you know, and he's on... Um, a ventilator, you know, and fighting, and so you have those stories, and so you—they're um, real. They're definitely real. You know, my mom fought uh, cancer all last year, all throughout, um, and um, she is an asthmatic as it is. You know, and so you know, you walk a fine line of um, making sure that they are healthy. You know, you and I may be more healthier um, than another. Um, their opinion to take up the vaccine, you know, is their opinion. I think. You know, um, supporting everybody for their own decisions. Support, if they choose to vote for this individual, to vote for that person, I still have. My girlfriends, you know, have different opinions as I, but we're still going to dinner later, you know, and exactly. we're still close and we're friends, and and we can have heated discussions face to face, and that is what it is. It's just mm-hmm. a discussion, but we both respect each other's opinions, you know, and not going to force each other's opinions on one another, you Tell know. I mean, you think. have a,
1: you have a team, don't you? I do. Um. So, what would you what would you say if your team member did you know said something really bold and could stir stuff up? Is it is. If you didn't have the same conviction, what would you say? Would that be okay? I mean... And that's part of why I want to talk about this, okay? Because as real estate professionals, we need to be able to... You know, at least I recognize the the the, uh, the conflict here that's going on. Maybe,
3: and I would and I would have said prior to 2020, um, don't speak on hot topics. That is how I have trained all my agents. Sure. Um, and as a, a assistant broker to almost 400 agents, I would tell any one of them to do the same and think about what you're risking. Um, because you you do risk alienating people. Mm-hmm. And you do risk hurting people, and you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that and that's not my intent on speaking out. My intent on speaking now is making sure that people uh, do have a choice; that they are not they are not compelled or manipulated or coerced in any way to partake in a medical experiment. And, and it's really concerning for me too the way the direction that we're going in with this ideology that seems to. You know, permeated throughout our society. For example, New York City, New York State, Governor Cuomo, um, has is now testing a pilot program uh, called a health passport, and it's called Excelsior. And it's no different than the COVID pass in Europe, or the trust stamp in Africa, or the green badges um, employed in Israel, of all places. Um, Where you are required to show that you have been vaccinated in order to participate in society. Hmm. Mm. That bothers me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think um, depending upon where you are in that in that uh, view standpoint, I definitely think that it would uh, make people pause, Mm -hmm. you know, and think through that uh, for sure absolutely you know there's a lot of different things that come at us as uh, folks within the real estate community you know and like you said as somebody who assists 400 plus people you know just within that group of people you're going to have a mix not everybody's going to believe the same things absolutely right absolutely not <laughs> um, and and some of them are going to have a true you know this is what i believe and and then if they some folks Actually, choose to remove you from their friend list, like remove you from their circle. You know, I've had that, mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately. Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting is some people remove you for the strangest things. You know, I'm too happy, you know, that's (laughs) falsified positivity (laughs) or whatever I've heard, you know, and that's okay. My grandmother taught me a long time ago, you just, you know, (laughs) do this and you just keep moving forward and you stay true to who you are. If you continue to want to lead with your heart and do good out there. And it sounds, so what you're doing is you're wanting to educate and that's your do good, you know, out there. And, and, um, but there's a lot of different topics. COVID is just one right now, right?
1: Um, yeah, just it's just a hot one. Jason, you were about to say something earlier, I think, weren't you? Uh, what I was going
0: to, uh, I was just going to um, uh, plug in and say, you know, I think it's just the age old issue of, you know, of people imposing their own beliefs onto others. And I think that's where the problem is. Whereas, you know, what you're saying, like, I haven't seen your posts and stuff that you state factual and, you know, I think, and you respect other people's opinions. That's where it should be. Right. But I think that's where places like Facebook, you bring in the other parties that are not respectful. And that's when (laughs) it becomes an issue,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, and, you know, in a perfect society, we're a mixture of different beliefs different opinions, right? Different desires, different outlooks, different paradigms Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that would embrace each other, each other's difference. We don't live in a perfect society. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it goes back to, you know, our very first question in Facebook, why I don't do it. It's like, because I know there's other people that are going to be, you know, not as respectful. So why am I even going to poke the fire?
2: But then the flip in, when we're talking marketing, right? So like from a real estate standpoint to market, you listen, sometimes you want to poke the fire because then good press, bad press, at least you got press, right? I mean, type of thing. And the eyeballs, you know, at least headed your way. So then you're like, well, what is the right, you know, what is the right thing
0: to do? And so here's where I, you know, in response to that, it's like, and I totally agree with it. Um, if that's what you enjoyed, like you enjoy that. That is fantastic. I don't I yeah. focus on I've got other things I focus on that I enjoy.
2: Right. Like that my, gives me anxiety. Like, like my
0: puppies. You know? Right.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> it <know>. wouldn't <laughs> let me sleep at night. I would have to take serious directs for that.
0: So, you know, and again, you know, I I, I appreciate those that have uh you know differing viewpoints and that are able to talk maturely about that. And that's easier it, said than done. It is. It is. and well that's that goes back to it's like, you know what? I don't have time, so I'm not even going to worry about it. I I have my beliefs and I'll, I'll, I respect others and I just, I focus on other things.
2: You know, I posted about a skeleton of my neighbor across the neighborhood. Oh my god, right? skeleton! Yeah. The skeleton, <laughs> <in the laughs> skeleton. I mean, it wasn't was COVID, right? But it was—it wasn't even a neighbor that wants to be my friend. I've chose. I have reached yeah. out. I have said hello. I get the you know the grin and the growl.
3: What's the skeleton story? So,
2: <laughs> my, across the way, they've had a skeleton outside their home, and it's a what? long
1: time after. Th- uh, yeah, Halloween. I mean, it was uh, it was past
2: Christmas, and there's still <laughs> skeleton and to this day. There's a pumpkin still sitting there, no joke. So I posted this about the skeleton, and. It it was kind of humorous, but you know, but serious. Like, what handed. does one? But what does one do? <laughs> you know, and my poor neighbor is the one who opens her gorgeous curtains and sees a skeleton every morning. You know, not so much me, but more her. And so I posted that, and do you know how much negativity I got and like hate mail? Right. And I wow. was like, I never that was never my intention. Like I never looked at it that way right. to a point where Carrie a fraud and oh, all no. this stuff. And I was like, what is happening? Right. Oh. So yep. example, it was not COVID. It was just, this is a <laughs> serious skeleton. topic that I'm talking about. <laughs> right. It's really happening. How does one handle that? And, um, that's when I decided I couldn't handle it. I seriously no. had the most anxiety I've right. ever had. I shut everything down. I got so nervous and I was like, closing up and i'm thinking that's not who i am i should be confident in who i am but i just made a decision that i'm just not going to do well and
0: that's a perfect example is that every in in our classes especially like in our uh, new teachings you know i teach the uh, fundamentals of uh, of your head, your thinking Mm -hmm. of your conscious and subconscious and your subconscious, whether you want to say, Hey, it affects me or not. Everything affects us. Sure. And so when you post that and you have somebody come against you, you can think, okay, well (coughs) I'll just let it roll off my shoulder. Even though you say that it has still impacted who you are. Mm -hmm. We have a certain amount, not an infinite amount, a certain amount of mental energy every single day and how you spend that determines how successful your day is going to be. And And with, (laughs) Huh? Emotional bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, and so that's where and it goes back to you. Like it, it closed you up. Mm-hmm. How that impacted your productivity. Yeah. Well, and what I'm saying is that that's why I choose not to. Uh, these guys, they enjoy it. So it helps them. Sure. I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to speak for you. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that's why I don't throw rocks at other people. I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. but that's why I don't.
2: I guess, too, like you're doing an open house and somebody wants to wear a mask at the open house or you're forcing a mask. Yeah, I guess both sides of that. Right. Right. What is what is is that that's their choice. You can Mm -hmm. choose to come in. Example, Disney World. Mm -hmm. It was a mask mandate at Disney. They did not follow um, the CDC. Right. Is that what I'm saying correctly? Right. So they had their own. And so if I stayed at a Disney park, um, I had to follow suit with their with their guidelines. That was the choice, right? Right. I chose not to stay at a Disney park, but I chose to go to Disney World and I chose to follow suit with their their guidelines. I don't wear a mask all the time, but I did happen to wear the thickest and bring the thickest mask, not knowing (laughs) the mandate. Um, So it was a little warm. And it was, you know, a lot, but I chose to do that because I respected and my daughter wanted us, you know, to go, to go there. And, and my husband's like, we're never going back until they remove that you know, requirement just because he couldn't, he lasted 11 o'clock on a Friday. That was about all he he got to, (laughs) you know, but those were, that was, that was, it's their own business, right? So that's their choice. So how do we handle that too, I guess? Well,
3: that's the predominant thought right now that, um, seems to, you know, uh, widespread is that these businesses open to the public can require you to take a uh, use an experimental medical device it is not FDA approved Um, that medical device the face mask um, not being FDA approved and being required by uh, any corporation business or like that is open to the public and will discriminate against anyone um, who who doesn't wish to uh, use an experimental medical device feels wrong to me. But so it's a
1: do X or L. So Tom, yeah, and I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly, But let's get back to what this is all about. This is about realtor our realtor community, which we're very grateful for. How does you know? I didn't. And I have even greater respect for you now that I know that I didn't realize you were um, part of the brokerage uh, effort in at the. 400 agents with 400 agents at KW, There, that's that's amazing.
3: And I'll say, uh, I'll add this, that my views and opinions are that of my own.
2: Sure, right. Sure, yeah. but
1: I just, my, my question is, though, because you have taken the position that you have, um, how how does that how I'm sincerely interested? How has that affected your business, or has it at all?
3: Well, I was <laughs> talk about anxiety.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> especially coming. I'm a relationship guy. Yeah, I know You know, you are. I, I, know I don't you are. want to hurt anyone. Right, be divisive. You're a people pleaser. <laughs> you know, I want to. I want everybody to get along and have a good time. That's where I like to live. Mm-hmm. But when when faced with stress or my boundaries being crossed, I do, uh, on the N I'm also an eight. Um, so I don't mind being a challenger. <laughs> um, so with that said, I was, to be honest, I was scared to death that I was going to ruin my career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thankfully I saw that <clears throat> while some relationships were harmed, you know, even close friendships, um, Uh, new friendships and new relationships uh, arose and I uh, and I've really appreciated them quite a bit Uh, the phone calls I've received from realtors thanking me for my post and being outspoken because they're not wanting to speak out themselves Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm echoing exactly what they're feeling and thinking Mm -hmm. um, as well as even nurses and doctors and I've made a lot of friends internationally as well that have shared my views um, and we've really connected Uh, so I would say it is risky speaking out on such hot topics and uh, following your convictions, expressing your boundaries, and uh, standing your ground in that respect. Uh, However, for me, it's absolutely 100% worth it. Mass human medical experimentation should not occur, especially under any sort of undue influence, duress, or coercion of any kind. And I feel like that's really important that people do have informed consent um, if they do wish to participate in a medical experiment. And if yeah. by by all means, go ahead then.
1: And that's Tom, I country. I really appreciate you coming on because you know you you have shown us that that's another another way to looking at things. And I really appreciate that. I mean, I I'm a, f- a follower of your your social media. You didn't even know it, and uh, I I respect it and totally. But I I thought it was. And that's why I wanted to have you have you on here to to talk about this because you know as a community of real estate professionals, we all have our convictions and some share those convictions more than others and i, I appreciate what you're doing and I really do and thanks for coming on today have we I'm sorry, you were... Saying?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, thank you for having me. Well, yeah, absolutely.
2: it was Very great. You know, and again, there's an opi- everybody has one, and I love what you said, that we're a society of many different opinions, you know, and um, the stronger we all can respect each other's opinions, I think, is where uh, the win-win comes into play, and we can help so many more families out there. So it was and, awesome. And let me just
1: say this. With a man with this much conviction, I know you're a great realtor, okay? So how can anybody that wants to talk to you, how can they, other than any sort of hate mail, that's not allowed. <laughs> 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 Only love letters, guys. Yes. How can they get a hold of you? What's your email address and what's your phone number?
3: Uh, Tom at wisernashville.com. That's W-I-S-E-R nashville.com. And my number is 615, of course, 828-4929.
2: Well, thank you awesome. again, Tom, thank for Tom. being here. And thank you, everybody, for taking the time yeah. to listen and talk through this really uh, unique topic. Hot, You've been listening to hot, <laughs> yeah. hot Topic. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate.